Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today by supporting the Going In Raw Patreon. You can enjoy access to the live taping of the show, exclusive merchandise, and patron-only episodes, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. This is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. That sounds terrible. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife. <laughs> and you are Going In Raw. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you are watching Going In Raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. Oh, baby, I like it raw. And you are tuned in to Going In Raw right now. How you doing, Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Ed Larson. Hey, welcome back to Going In Around the Dirt Seat, where we have all the, the information and pro wrestling news. Ooh, what a weekend, Larson. Huge weekend this, Larson, this weekend, Larson. <laughs> oh, man, it's Monday. We can do. Anyways, this is Going In Around the Dirt Seat, where we got all the pro wrestling news. And then uh, we're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. If you like this terrible live stream, we do this three more times a week only for patrons, our Raw Smackdown. And uh, what value we provide our patrons? NXT. I tell you what. <laughs> you sound so convinced. Hi, Sasha. We're joined today by a very special guest, ladies and gentlemen, Sasha Banks. She's got her bootios with her. This is thanks to Jack Dolan. He sends us stuff that we don't have room for in my in my little office room here. Yeah, we need a real office. We need to get a real office. Uh, you know how we can do that? Uh, we can do that by uh, having people go to our Patreon page at patreon.com. What a segue. Even Larson. Anyways, um, we're also available at Pro Wrestling Tees at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash going in. Raw. we got lots of designs, great designs. Later on today, we're going to be on our Twitch channel at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Um, uh, what are we going to do today? Are we going to do some doing, My Career? Yeah, I thought we were doing more uh, Luke Dondelinger. Luke Dondelinger, yeah. He's the newest, latest, and greatest My Career guy. Um, anyways, enough of all that, Larson. Let's talk about this. There's a lot going on uh, this week. Do we got no, no audio? We have audio. We have audio. Woo! Everybody say yay, audio. Yay. All right. Anyways. Uh, yeah, let's talk about number one. Uh, obviously, the biggest news, the WWE released... Three WWE superstars. Uh, Emma, probably the biggest name of the group. She's actually been used quite a bit lately. Of late, yeah. Um, and then Summer Rae, who we have not seen forever. 
And uh, she's been da- injured. Yeah. Okay. As had uh, Darren Young. I think he recently had been cleared. Mm-hmm. Um, and was doing uh, house shows. Yeah, she, he was doing some. House oh, shows. he was at the house show we went to here in Sacramento. You what? Yeah. Did he, before we got there. Before you got there. Oh yeah, because I had to do that whole truck. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, truck to the car thing. Um, yeah. So, anyways, you got to see him. Uh, but yeah, he's gone now. It's a bummer. It is a bummer. A bummer for everybody. I liked all three of these competitors. These wrestlers. Yeah. Emma was great. Yeah. Uh, Darren Young was great. Um, and uh, Summer Rae, even during that awful, 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 awful Rusev doll feud, still had good moments. Summer Rae had really good comedic timing. She did. She, uh, she had lots of personality. Tons. Um, anyways, this morning I was watching, uh, just to give me like a little bit of a refresher, because sometimes I like to do research for the show. God forbid. Sometimes. I do. Yeah, every once in a while. Um, but I'll take any opportunity to go back and watch old NXT, uh, old NXT, and uh, I, I saw a couple of great ones. I I, lo- I watched the one where she actually debuted, like her first actual NXT, and uh, Seth Rollins was champion. He was going to face off, and I guess talk to I never got to the face off Jinder Mahal because they were going to fight for his for Seth's NXT title. Yeah. Um. She made her debut against somebody named Audrey Marie, who I've never heard of since. I've never heard of. Um, and uh, in one of the matches, the very first match of that episode was uh, Leo, Leon Kruger or Leo Kruger? Leo. Leo Kruger, which is Adam Rose when he was doing, he was like a hunter. He was like a, like, <laughs> he seemed like a, he, like he was super slow, like not physically, but mentally. Because mm. he would like sort of like, act really weird and talk about his trophies because he was like supposed to be a hunter of some sort. Uh, sorry to interrupt you. Audrey Marie is uh, wrestling on the independent circuit apparently and she is married to Tyler Breeze. Oh! It all comes together. Okay, cool. Right on. Um, and uh, and it, it was Leo Kruger versus Trent Beretta. I was I, I love that. I was like, oh, cool. It's Trent. And he was in the opening video package thing and he was, he was doing this. He was doing like Who, Yeah. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> it's cool that he's going to, oh, I don't know if he's going to have a match confirmed against Kenny Omega. I think, I think it's been confirmed. Yeah. yeah. That's well, great. Well, here in New Japan, if you challenge for it, you get your match. Apparently. Yeah. You just have to make sure that you get on the mic and you challenge for mm-hmm. it. Um, so that was fun. Those are always fun to watch. But, uh, yeah, she made a wrestling debut. She, she, like, you know, obviously she's Australian, kicked around the Australian independent scene for a while, uh, kicked around the Canadian uh, scene for a while. And then was brought to, uh, I have notes here. <laughs> yeah, the WWE in 2011. Mm, that's right. Started out in FCW before going to NXT. And I think she made her initial main roster debut in 2014. That sounds right. I, I, say. I remember they paired her up with, uh, it's, it's a bummer because she was like a really good wrestler. Like she could actually wrestle. Um, and then they, they made her, I mean, she was a comedy act in the first place. She was like sort of the goofy, bumbling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not really a comedy act in, in uh, NXT, but then when they brought her up to Maine, they don't know, you know. Yeah, subtlety is not necessarily a hallmark <laughs> exactly. of the main roster. Yeah. So they paired her with like San, uh, what's Santino, Santino yeah. who was like a pure comedy act. I don't like Santino. I didn't see the little confrontation between him and Jim Cornette. Did you watch that? Freaking weird wrestling drama. Yeah. What well, is that all about? Time for all that, man. Yeah, more importantly, that weird to worry about my day. Weird First and foremost, getting healthy, which seems to be the the, uh, the 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 ultimate challenge for me right now. You seem better. You have more no. energy today. You have more I'm energy today. No, I don't. Your disposition's better. Last time I, I saw it, it's far better than the last time I saw you. Because oh, you yeah. stormed out. Well, that was legitimate 
heat yeah. with the game. Wow. With the game? Yeah, it's with a random opponent. squash match. Yeah, well, oh, I don't know. You had nothing to do with it. You what do you mean I had nothing to do with it? I destroyed you. You were put in a situation where you were. it was easy to destroy me, and you did, yeah. uh, did exactly that. Yeah, it was great. But You were very upset. I was. It's yeah. Minoru Suzuki. He shouldn't be getting squashed by anybody. Well, anybody but growth hormones. You guys can watch that right now. The first episode of Bad Wrestling's up. Yeah. Um, so anyways, yeah, uh, it's a bummer because I'm a, like, you know, they did that whole thing. It, you know, it wouldn't be that big of a deal. I mean, it would be because it sucks. Somebody lost their job. Somebody lost their job. Like, summary, I get. You told, you, I can understand that. It's a bummer. It's totally a bummer. But at the end of the day, they just find, like, what, 53 people off yeah. of the young class. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so I, I get that. Darren Young hadn't been for a while. He was injured. I know he was injured. But it's not like... They did that cool Backlund thing with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Then he was put into that feud with the Miz, and it seemed like he was on a path to win the Intercontinental Title, and they had that weird finish. Yeah. To their match, and yeah. then dropped the entire thing. Yeah. And he was on TV rarely after that. Got hurt. Obviously, he wasn't on TV then. Mm-hmm. And then ever since he was cleared to wrestle, hadn't been brought back to TV. Yeah. Um, even with the Emma thing, I, it's surprising. But ever since the Emma Lena thing, mm-hmm. where they built her up as. Emmalina, and then she debuted and said, "No, I'm not gonna be Emmalina. I'm just go back to being Emma." Yeah. And there was word backstage that you know, like the character just didn't fit her, or she mm-hmm. had problems with the character. Even back then, I was like, "Yeah, I know." I'd be surprised if she got cut. Yeah, I know. I kind of feel like the whole disgruntled. I could be completely out of place here. I, I know I'm thinking of Dolph right now, but the whole disgruntled employee thing seems to usually be a precursor to being released, you know? It's like they're disgruntled. I mean, look at even sort of like the Neville thing, although apparently that took, like, Vince by surprise and Vince was super pissed about it. But Neville was, like, super disgruntled. I know it was the heel Neville. It was me, Neville. Yeah. Well, but I mean, he Vince, came off as a very disgruntled Vince person. Said that he walked out. I yeah. Know if he had any inclination whatsoever if he was unhappy. Yeah. And whether, I don't know, Vince would be upset about Neville being unhappy, but mm-hmm. Vince is like people walking out on him. Well, yeah, who does, right? Um, but anyways... Uh, yeah, I don't know. You're right. Like, she was off TV for, like, they were doing that ridiculous Emelina thing for 17 weeks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, according to rumor, it was a freaking in-joke amongst, like, the creative staff. That she would never debut yet. Yeah. It was just stupid. I mean, I don't know why they... Why do they do crap like that? I don't know. Like, at a certain point, if you know... Like, why are you... It it's seems so unprofessional. It's just bad TV. Like, to well, keep I, on doing this crap with, no, like, I don't Emelina debuting also, It's also not fair to the talent Yeah, it's horrible. You're supposed to be, you know, who's creative you're overseeing. Yeah. Even if they're okay dicking around talent, it's just bad TV. Like, you oh, have yeah. a business that you're running, and you're running 17 weeks of this Emelina crap? Knowing that... Uh, knowing, like... It's not going to go anywhere, pretty much? I don't know how many weeks into it they realized that it was never going to happen, but... As soon as you realize it's not going to happen, just stop doing it. Yep. You know, and then put her on just like debut her normally. But then they had that awkward stuff where she came out and said, I'm Emelina, and now I'm going to be Emma. And then it's like everybody's just like shrugs. Yeah. It's never good when you do something on TV where people shrug. Yeah. Anyway, Summer Rae, she debuted. I made more notes about uh, Summer Rae. She, do you know where she got her start? Lingerie Football League. That's correct. Did you know that before? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I knew that too. Mm-hmm. But if somebody asked me, where'd she get her start? I'd be like, I don't know. Um... Anyway, she uh, she went with F, uh, FCW before it was NXT in 2011. She was everything there. She, she was like a ring announcer, a manager, GM, and then she became a wrestler, uh, which carried over to NXT. She joined forces with Sasha Banks to form the BFF. I forgot what that stood for. Um, and then she made her main roster debut in April 2013 as Fandango's dance partner. I remember that. Yeah. I like Summer Like I said, she had good comedic time. Yeah, she did. It's just not terribly surprising. They just find like a million people from the yeah. Mayan Classics. I so, know. You know, that's not surprising. She'll be fine, though. She posted a little Instagram thing. 
lot of her Instagram stuff is like model type shots. And she said, uh, I'm not done with summer just yet. Oh, Ella just posted a, 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 a broken heart emoji. That was super sad. In response to her, her release. So, you know, there was speculation, I guess, after it was announced whether she had asked to be released, given that she really hadn't been utilized to her fullest mm-hmm. during her time in WWE or, or, or whatever. And apparently, based on that, if you can extrapolate a whole lot of meaning from one emoji, yeah. it seems like that uh, she was aware. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's not terribly surprising, but at the same time, I thought they were going to do something with this uh, hashtag business of hers. You know, that was kind of a gimmick. That was kind of, hey, I started the women's revolution. There was a lot you could have gone with with yeah. that whole I started the women's revolution thing. I know. Um, and then they she had her, you know, they had Asuka... You know, her first two matches were against Asuka. That's high-profile stuff right there. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what the deal was. It's weird. I don't know. I mean, the the the, the biggest problem, the, the main reason why I get more bummed when the women get released than the men is because the men, like, okay, Juice Robinson, who's CJ Parker in NXT, right? He gets released. You think, okay, he might have a decent run, like, on the indie circuit. Goes to New Japan and is becomes... Reinvents himself. Yeah, and he's beloved. Completely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Guys like uh, EC3, for example. Mm-hmm. Granted, he's an Impact, but he's making plenty of money over oh, yeah. there, and he's made himself into a franchise player for yep. Impact, and yep. he could probably go wherever he wants. Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me at all if we saw Derek Bateman back in WWE at some, at some point. point. Yeah. But that's who he was in NXT. Um, had all the potential in the world, and for whatever reason, it didn't work out. I forget. I think he said, I think he, in his words, it was something like, the people who like me in, in NXT ended up leaving. And yeah, the new administration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't so hot on me. Yeah. But he's more than proven himself. And so, like, for the guys, there's, there just seems to be a lot more options. Like, I mean, I, I want Emma to go and make a lot of money somewhere else. It's just, you know, I know that, you know, overseas there's plenty of, you know, women's wrestling over there. It's just the spotlight isn't as great on it yeah. as, uh, you know, for, for the guys. Yeah. Anyways. So, um, hopefully, you know, she lands on her feet. I'm sure she'll do great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she's a, she's a really good wrestler. She she's a, a huge name in the WWE. So I'm sure she'll be fine. Uh, speaking of people being fine, Leah Rush might not be fine. <laughs> oh, we should talk about Darren Young a little bit. We didn't. Oh, okay. Uh, he was part of NXT when it was uh, the contest, and I believe wasn't CM Punk his coach. Oh, I don't know. I was thought he? I read that. Yeah. Okay. Um, anyways, he was uh, joined Wade, Wade Barrett's Nexus. Yeah. Stu Bennett's Nexus. Um. <laughs> and uh, of course. Former tag team champion with Titus O'Neil. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Titus O'Neil is one of the primetime players. Yeah. Um, I love the primetime. Oh, they were great. They were great. They, they were, were awesome. fantastic. Yeah. All right, and, then yeah. He, and then he did the, uh, yeah, the Bob Backlund stuff. The Bob Backlund stuff. Which had promise. I, man, I don't know why they never went all the way with that. You know why? It's because they did the, they did the brand split right after they started the Backlund stuff. And... The Backlund stuff looked like it might have been perfect for, like, the United States title. Yeah, it seemed more of a SmackDown gimmick. It was like a lower belt gimmick, and at that point when the brands were together, the U.S. title was below the IC title, which is where, like, the sub-main eventers go. Kind of. Well, I know Cena had it, I guess, huh? That was around the time Cena and Rusev had it. Yeah, okay. So that was a decent belt then. Yeah. No, Who had fine. the IC title at the time? Miz. Miz? Yeah, okay. So maybe it was flip-flop then. 
Maybe he could have been IC title. I just well, think that's, that's what his program was. His first program was against the Miz. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. And then that match where the had that weird finish on the outside. Oh had yeah. A and then they never really addressed it after yeah, that. That's right. So yeah, IC perfect for the IC title. I yeah. got my my titles flip flopped. Um, and then when the brand split happened, both those titles meant so much more. Yep. You know. Anyways, let's talk about Leo Rush here, and and the mistakes of youth. How old is Leo Rush? He's like twenty one or twenty two, sixteen, something like that. He's a kid. Um, anyways, uh, in response to Emma and others getting uh, laid off by the WWE yesterday, or released, sorry, um, Leo Rush, uh, man of the hour in NXT, uh, tweeted this. I guess these are thing. These are the things that happen when you're not truly ready for Oscar. Ooh, boy. That is not a bad idea. That is a bad idea. I think bad I actually idea. retweeted that and said, this is a bad tweet. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, wrestlers that, agreed with that assessment. Yeah, Peyton Royce. I love Peyton Royce. She's man. great. She's quickly become one of my favorites. She said, wow, kid, didn't you just get here? Professionalism goes a long way. And then she did this thing. Uh, so she said that. Uh, Jack Gallagher pointed out. Uh, no, Jack Gallagher after. I'm sorry, after Leo Rush's apology. Uh, Jack Gallagher pointed something out. Um, but anyways, a couple wrestlers came down on him, said that's not good. And then Leo Rush deleted that tweet and then uh, wrote kind of a lengthy uh, a, apology, not apology kind of thing. Uh, he said, Emma, I respect you and everything that you've done for our business. It saddens me that the, quote, controversial tweet, unquote, got completely blown out of proportion and looked at in a very insensitive way. I would never laugh or mock the fact of someone losing their job because of how it can affect that person and their families. Uh, whatever the situation may be, may be regarding the release, you're an amazing performer uh, and respected athlete by yours truly, and I'm sure you'll excel beyond expectations. Uh, good luck on behalf of myself and the WWE. To my fans who may have seen this as inappropriate, as well as Emma's fans, I apologize and I love all regardless of the responses. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just, you know... I, I, I get that he was probably just trying to do something in character, but, you know, he's just going to learn. Yeah, when, yeah, when yeah, yeah. Look, man, when I, when I was young, I did lots of stupid stuff. I still do plenty of stupid things these days. I know you do, too. Don't give me that look, Jack. William Regal had a response to all this. He said, quote, we all make mistakes. All the people who... Hold on. Whoa, what? whoa, back up. Why are you reading a William Regal thing? Sorry. Ah, <clears throat> <clears throat> We all make mistakes. After all the people who have had heat or problems, have I ever joined in with a pack on you? Perhaps a chat and a bit of guidance would be better. Being a pro comes in many ways in and out of the ring. Well said, William. Yeah, so there well was a backlash against the backlash against Leo Rush. So he said, you know, just... Percy's saying, everyone makes mistakes. Calm down. Yeah. I'll go have a chat with the There's guy. No need take care of it. to call for his release. Yes. He's still the man of the hour. He's still very fast. It's very cool to watch him in the ring. He'll be fine. I mean, what are they going to do? De-push him? He's, he's on a losing streak. Right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, he lost his first match. I know. In NXT. So, you know, I mean, look, either the dude's going to learn from it and be a better person because of it, or he's not and he'll end up like Loki. <laughs> or he'll yeah. be on his way back to Ring of Honor. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, yeah, everybody lighten up. Yeah. People make mistakes. Anyways, so uh, let's talk a little bit. Talk about mistakes. Uh, let's talk about the Ultimate Warrior. Oof. <laughs> and there's a little bit of controversy over the WWE's sort of embracing 
of the Ultimate Warrior um, with regards to their, what are they called? The Unleash Your Warrior Breast Cancer Awareness Campaign. Yeah, there's that. Which there's we've kind of talked about. Like, we've never talked about it on camera, I don't think. But we've talked about it sort of in private. Like, you and I both kind of feel like when they started really sort of glorifying the Ultimate Warrior well, for, for this stuff. Well, in the past, we talked about it. Um, you know, Watch out, man. This sorry, is a trophy sorry. for 182,000 stuff. His uh, blogs aren't, uh, which this Vice Sports Report is is referencing. Yeah. Uh, are, you know, we've heard about those. We heard about those a long time ago. I mean, yeah, we no, we've we've heard about those. We've seen uh, what was it? Him and uh, Iron Sheik going at it at some convention on yeah. video. Um, Warriors seem to be kind of a kind of a bit of a bastard back yeah. in, back in yeah. the day. He to, was to he say was, the least. Yeah, he he said stuff that is definitely not cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, this Vice Sports report goes into great detail. Has excerpts from his blog, which um, we're not going to read here because there's a lot of material to get through. But you can definitely we'll link to it in the description of this video, so you can take a look. Um, yeah, this is definitely one of those things. Not to cut you off, this is definitely one of those things that you kind of have to read to really yeah, you fully get, should read if you're unaware of, of he the situation. Runs down Hurricane Katrina victims. Uh, Heath Ledger, Bobby Heenan, yeah, a lot of other stuff. Uh, but it, I mean, it goes far beyond just other pro wrestlers. Oh, it's bad. Like homophobia. Uh, it, it's it's not good. No, it's, it's not good. It's really it's yeah, really really bad. Bit of a nutcase. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> Look, here's the thing. We try to tread lightly when it comes to you know like running people down. I mean, look. Like I'm going on Raw View this last weekend, we reviewed Armageddon 2006, and I ripped into the character of Mr. Kennedy because I, I was not a fan. I don't know the person. I'm sure he's a great guy. Um, but there's so, you know, even then, I, it's fun to joke about wrestling characters and wrestling storylines and, 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 you know, writing mistakes and creative mistakes. It's fun to joke about that stuff, but when somebody's a true shitheel, it's kind of, it's, it's rare. It's not that often that you, you know, you get, you get this in front of you and it's like, Man, you're a crap hole. Yeah. So and now and the WWE is making sort of a big deal about you and and, and linking yeah, your names to like I'll, I'll read causes. a quote from the the Vice piece because it kind okay. of sums up the mm-hmm. the premise, the thesis of the article. Mm-hmm. Quote: uh, Completely whitewashing his past and elevating his likeness to a bland symbol of corporate altruism mm-hmm. is shockingly tone deaf, especially for a company that's at least outwardly trying to appear progressive, inclusive, and Diverse. Yeah. Um, uh, the Vice report has a statement from Dana Warrior, mm-hmm. the Warrior's wife, um, and she said, "Quote: I will not be disloyal to my husband's memory or speak ill of a man who is not here to defend himself. I can, however, tell you his heart was changed by conversations with his two daughters. The true testament of the man behind the character is his ability to evolve. My husband did just that." And uh, WB also issued a statement in response to Vice saying, quote, WWE's Unleash Your Warrior Breast Cancer Awareness Campaign, an annual Warrior Award, recognize individuals that exhibit the strength and courage of the WWE's legendary character, the Ultimate Warrior. Any attempt to distract from the mission of these initiatives and take the spotlight away from the honorees is unfortunately misguided. Um, so it seems like WWE is trying to make a very clear delineation between Jim Helwig, yeah. the man behind the Warrior, and the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, It gets a little... Weird, and Vice points this out, <laughs> yeah. when Jim Helwig changed his name legally to Warrior. Yeah. In fact, Dana Warrior's last name legally is Warrior. Yeah. 
And this whole thing was kind of kicked off in celebration of the man because it kicked off, I believe, with his Hall of Fame uh, speech where he suggested giving an award. I think it was Jimmy Miranda was the name um, to uh, WWE off-screen employees. Yeah. And then after his death, a matter of, what, three days after his Hall of Fame induction, um, that sometime between then and the following Hall of Fame induction, that morphed into the Warrior Award was given, as WWE puts it, to those who, quote, exhibited unwavering strength and perseverance and who lives life, sorry, who lives life with the courage and compassion that embodies the indomitable spirit of the ultimate warrior. Um, if his past writing gives us any indication, uh, Jim Helwig was not huge on compassion. <laughs> no, but then, he, you know, his wife says that he changed. He never made any public pr- uh, pr- uh, proclamations to that effect, so he never apologized. He wrote. Yeah, yeah. So we don't know if that's true. Right. Yeah, I know. I mean, the thing is, I'm fine giving her the benefit of the doubt, but not to be too cynical about it. She also stands a lot to gain by saying that he made, um, you know, he he, he was uh, contrite or, uh, or 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 had, you know, it was apologetic, apologetic, or changed, about, yeah, or yes. had remorse about, yes. yeah, or changed exactly. So I don't necessarily, I wouldn't really take her word for that. Um, but again, you know, uh, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt, I guess. But you're right, the fact that he never publicly said, and the fact that the WWE never made him. I mean, that's what kind of, it's like, you know what, that's, you bring him back in, you celebrate the man without him ever really publicly saying, hey, you know what, it was just a matter of, sorry, everybody, CM Punk is calling me. Um, I'll put him on hold for now. You know, they brought him back in to, to get this Hall of Fame award, which, as we all know, is a business thing. You know, oh, yeah, you're, you're yeah, selling yeah. tickets, you're selling, you know, and... They never said, hey, you know, dude, you need to, like, okay, so for example, if they bring Hogan back, we both said that we'd be cool with it as long as the dude, you know, said publicly, hey, you know, what I said was, and I think he said it on, like, Good Morning America. Yeah, he went on Good Morning America shortly after the right, the, the yeah. tape was, was released. But give, given that there's sort of, I mean, you know, the WWE itself makes a big deal about... You know, oh, the WWE Universe, that's our fan base, that's us, that's what we, you know. And so Hogan, in my opinion, we kind of need to say, hey, you know what, WWE Universe specifically, uh, well, what I said isn't cool, and I'm a different person now, and, uh, you know, I I apologize, brother. And then it'd be like, okay, cool, you know, second chances or whatever. But, like, they never had, you know, if if they don't do that, Hogan, it'd just be weird. Oh, yeah. You know, it'd be like, hey, there's an elephant in the room. You're racist. You know, until you tell us, hey, you're not, you know. Exactly. With Warrior, it's like, hey, you're, let's see here. Let me see how many different things you are. Um, And they never had him do that. They just just celebrated him. He came out and he wore that goofy mask. He gave his, you know, speech and then he died the next day. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, one thing that uh, Dave Meltzer mentioned on his Twitter was, there are any number of other oh, people that they could have given this award for. Any names? I think it was Jim Duggan, who I think battled cancer and came out of it, and and seems and actually legitimately seems to be a guy who does is compassionate and is all those good things that you want to celebrate. That guy was cool as hell, you know, and he was a fan favorite. Yeah, he was kind of an iconic character. I mean, last thing about this morning, who else they could have named the Warrior Award after? I yeah. thought Draws. Yeah, there's someone who was paralyzed in the ring, mm-hmm. and he was a, a writer for WWE for a while, I think. Mm-hmm. There's someone who embodies perseverance. Yeah. Or if you want to honor 
uh, Connor the Crusher mm-hmm. named the award after him. He was yeah. the first recipient. Yeah. I mean, because it seemed like Connor made quite the impact on, on oh for sure the wrestlers that he yeah. met. Yeah. You know, and and you know, like like continue that on yeah. the award after him. Yeah. I mean, the the, the thing is. Wrestling is just that weird thing where there is such a gray area. And I know these days the WWE is definitely, you know, and they have been for a little while, separating character from performer. You know, they say this is, you know, in front of any uh, pay-per-view that has a hardcore match, but maybe even every pay-per-view, I forget. They say, you know, this is performers, doesn't represent. I think maybe they just do that in front of the Benoit matches. I forget. I think they do that in front of some of the... They do it in front of more than just that. Okay. I think. All right. Anyways, you know, they say, they always say these are performers and don't try this at home and it doesn't represent, et cetera, et cetera. And, but, you know, with the Warrior, like you said, he literally changed his name to Warrior. And it's not as if he just said, like, he seemed to really, really, like, live that philosophy of all that bad stuff. Yes, yeah, You know? It's terrible. It's so bad. Like, anybody who would just start up a vlog, because he had, like, a vlog, like, he would just post random videos where he would just, like, say horrible things, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? I don't well, know. he'd go out on the, the public speaking mm-hmm. circuit and yeah. do it there, too. Yeah. yeah. It's shocking. Because <laughs> it's bad. And it's like, look, man, I get that you had this iconic character, the Ultimate Warrior, but at the end of the day, the, the, the character was weird, too. Yeah. Like, I don't remember the character ever really, like, yeah. showing compassion. No passion for anything. <laughs> he was just this crazy dude who wore face paint and had a lot of energy and like misspoke or he had like terrible grammar. Yeah, he make up words, made up words. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, like the design aspect of the Unleash Your Warrior thing is great, <laughs> but it's not, dude. It's it's related to something that really, you know, it's not good. No, we should do. We should power rank who it should be like the award named after. What other iconic characters could they like name it after? Rick Rude. Probably not. That'd be cool. What about Mr. Perfect, the perfect award? He's <laughs> being perfect. We award this to people who are perfect. Well, uh, that's who what I was fight cancer say. perfectly. In, in characters uh, whose whose whole gimmick was, you know, perseverance. Yeah. Yeah, the whole thing just. Every once in a while, the WWE they'll they'll do stuff because you know I get man that you watch the Mayon Classic and it's like, man, that's really cool. They are trying to be you know perfect. In, in other words, they're just they're not. You know, as soon as they stop hiring lingerie models to be their female wrestlers, it's like, oh, they're so progressive. <laughs> this is, you know, they come from the carnival, folks. Yeah, I know. It's in their jeans. Is this? It's because it's kind of similar to the Komen thing. You know, it's like I haven't died. I haven't dived too much into the Komen thing, but you know, there's there's a bit of controversy behind the Susan Komen Foundation. You know, the fact that they don't really. Apparently, they don't put a lot of money into the actual research. A lot of it's just awareness and how good, how much good does that actually do. And I've noticed on some of their ads, like this year, that they seem to be pivoting to, yeah, a lot of this money goes into research. So maybe they're aware of that stuff and they're trying to correct it. And that's great. You know, it's good. It's We're all learning here on this planet, people. Yeah. But I just find it funny that, you know, once a carny, always a carny. <laughs> Yeah, Vince still seems to really have his, uh, uh, in a lot of ways, his mm-hmm. uh, his mindset back in the old school way of doing things. Yeah, across many different things. But, uh, you know, baby steps, right? Baby steps? Oh! What? Oh. Duggan. The Duggan Award, man. The Oh Award. Was it just like a, a golden two-by-four? <laughs> well, like on a trophy. 
He just gets right. a, a gilded piece of wood. <laughs> a gold plated piece of wood. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Somebody here in chat said the Chris Benoit Family Together Award. Oh, you guys are terrible. Oh, my God. Terrible. Terrible. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Jake Roberts' Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh, <laughs> the DDP Positivity Award. That's me. There you go. That's a good one. That's good. The DDP Helping Other People Who Are yeah. on the Verge of Death Award. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, not just other wrestlers, too, but, like, uh, he always talks inviting about... Inviting the most people in your DDP home. talks about one of the... the, the, the the early adopters, I think, of DDP mm-hmm. yoga was a gentleman named Arthur. Yeah. He was a veteran, um, but either th- for whatever reason, you know, like he, he had to use uh, uh, crutches to walk and stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's on, you have DDP yoga, he's on the first disc, I think the first proper uh, program, and that dude is way more flexible than I will ever be. Oh, yeah, yeah. He yeah. lost a ton of weight, yeah. and apparently he's like in top-notch health now, so that's great. Yeah. Let's try out. These guys are crazy. All right, let's talk about Raw. Not tonight's Raw. Oh, I hope Emma does go to Impact. That's <coughs> rad. She's, she's, she did a lot. Did of you hear there was a report that there was rumors that uh, Impact offered Ricochet a contract offer? That's in non-news today. We oh, got, okay. We're going to cover that in non-news. Yeah. Well, everybody, I know. That's kind of silly. For him, I hope that's just leverage. <laughs> yeah, Impact is leverage. I'm sure it is. No, apparently everybody, like, everybody offered him a contract. It would be stupid for I, I, was, I should hope Impact would offer him a contract. Yeah. As silly as it might seem, you know, you want to call him up. Hey, I know this is a long shot, but you, come on, man. At least consider it. Yeah. You can join you the Orlando. We're based out of Orlando. Yeah. You no, we have anymore. They're in Toronto now. No, the company's in Toronto, but they tape in Orlando. I think they're going to start taping their TV in Orlando. Ooh. I mean, in, in Ontario. Ooh. I think. I think they're out of the impact zone. Ooh. Could be wrong about All that. All right. That's that's not a selling point then anymore. Could be wrong about that. Um, I mean, you only shoot, what, once every three months? Yeah. That'd be great. And then, like, open up a clause in his contract that says if you want to be on WWE, you can, but just be with us, too. Don't think WWE would allow that. Crossover guy. Sandy Callahan might be recruiting him. He's supposed to be going there, too. With the impact, yeah, 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 that's cool. Because he's uh, those are those are the guys want. Callahan's already under contract with Lucha Underground. Yeah, but I don't know when that's going to end. Well, it could be. But yeah, they can. Yeah, you're right. They've got that relationship. (laughs) Johnny Mundo's over there. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's Um, a good name. Let's talk about Raw turning 25. Because over the weekend there was a couple announcements about one this morning about how the WWE is going to celebrate yeah. the 25th anniversary of Raw. And and I guess the story any, any number that's, like, divisible by 100, or that's, that goes into... The a vis- factor of five. A factor of five. I think that's what you're trying to say. Yeah, no, five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah, factor of five. Yes. There you go, yeah. I don't know why I said divisible by 100. I don't know either. That's weird. I haven't been in math for a very long time, people. Uh, the New York Post broke the story, I guess, and then it was largely later confirmed by WWE. Um, confirm some details about what this 25th anniversary of Raw is going to entail. It's going to be huge. Yeah, the show's going to take place January 22nd, 2018, oh, and it's going to uh, take place at two locations, mm-hmm. the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, which is now uh, WWE's more or less official home in New York, because mm-hmm. I guess it's too expensive to have TV uh, broadcast from Madison Square Garden these days. Yeah. And the Manhattan Center, Ooh. which was home of the initial Raw, the very first that one. That is correct. Um, this is all from the New York Post story. Mm-hmm. Um, the show will feature wrestlers from both Raw and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. A super show, if you will. 
Shawn Michaels, Kevin Nash, and The Undertaker. Whoa, The Undertaker. Uh, WWE.com this morning later clarified and said that the Raw and SmackDown talent will only appear at the Barclay uh, aspect of the show. Yeah. While, quote, the event at Manhattan Center, the site of the first episode of Raw, will feature WWE superstars competing plus special appearances by WWE legends. The Undertaker, Shawn Michaels, and Kevin Nash. Why don't they just have the whole thing at the, what was it called? Manhattan, Manhattan Center? Because I think it holds like 500 people. Yeah, that'd be freaking awesome. rad, man. You know how hot that place would be? That'd be freaking rad. That'd that'd be that's cool. what WWE needs. They need to go in a more small place like that. Just film 205 Live at the Manhattan Center. Yeah, that'd be neat. It's probably super expensive. That's why they don't do it. I think so. Apparently, Madison Square Garden is literally like... I literally just said that. Uh, was that was super expensive to shoot it, to do TV from there? Uh, Madison Square Garden. Yeah, yeah. I literally just said that. Oh, I thought you said that Manhattan Center. I said that a, li- a bit, just like two seconds ago. Before that, I mentioned Barclays Center. Why are you calling me out on this? You know that Because you don't pay attention dude, to that's, a, that's That's the glory of having two people on a podcast. We can do that. I know you tune out on me a lot. Not very often. You don't have to pay attention. I don't say, hey, what did I... Pop quiz, hot shot. What did I just say? <laughs> I'm going to write a warrior-esque blog on you right now. Rude. Yeah. That's what that is. Exceptionally rude. I'll break your back and make you humble. <laughs> That's not Warrior. So, uh, Shawn Michaels, he's around quite a bit. Hey. He was just uh, HBKFC. Yeah. Kevin Nash hasn't been on WWTV very much. I hope he gives a RF video-esque shoot interview. From Manhattan Center? Yeah, he just in the ring. But the the, the firms like booking WCW. <laughs> we had to write ten weeks of television in a row because here's the problem: we've got Nitro on Monday and then Thunder on Thursday. But the problem is we've got a Nitro the next Monday. <laughs> That's just normal uh, wrestling. Love <laughs> interviews, man. They're my favorite thing in the world. Anyways, the the announcement that the Undertaker could be here is interesting. Um, and Undertaker, he's gonna wrestle? I don't know. He's he's gonna do, he's man. Called a WWE legend. Yeah. The other two people he's mentioned with are both retired. Yeah. So he's gonna show up, drop a promo, and leave. <coughs> I'm bummed. Or is this setting up an angle? Man, he needs to just go and be done with it. I agree. He heck? needs to retire. I mean, we were there. We saw him. You know, I sat in that freaking bunk ass seat where Steve could play the rest of the fifty bucks and had that strobe light in my freaking brain. And he's gonna put his so I can watch him live. Put his stupid cap and and trench coat down, and then disappear into the ground because he can't walk up the ramp. Well, he should walking up the ramp. It's a huge ramp. I got it's a big ramp. It and now he's gonna ramp. come back. I want my refund. I was there specifically to see him go away forever. I don't know if that's true. Is he ain't get a refund for that? Anyways, yeah, that's cool. Sean, you think Kevin Nash gonna like powerbomb somebody? Yeah, powerbomb somebody. Probably not. That'd be cool. He looks like he's in good shape still, though. No, he looks like he's in great shape. It's not unreasonable for him to powerbomb somebody, or at least choke slam them. He never really did that though. No, HBK can definitely still. Oh, man, he could still. Oh, he can go. Don't want to fight AJ. Sweet chin music. So, what do you think, Undertaker? Undertaker, is he back? Is he going to challenge somebody for Mania? No, he's not. He's dead. You think he's going to fight Mania? No. I think he, uh, in early to late January, we'll hear that he's the headliner for this year's Hall of Fame class. I think in January, we're going to hear that he wants an addition to his house. And he's like, hey, Vince, how much do I really have to move around to put on a match? Well, Mark, not very much. As much or as little as you'd like. Yeah. Yeah, I want to fight somebody who's really slow <laughs> and doesn't move very much. Okay. Anyways. Anyways. 
Uh, yeah, it was great. I know he's gonna. He'll, he'll just show up. There's gonna be some light, lightning effects. He'll say some cryptic stuff. Then it'll go away. Yeah, but the, the problem. The problem is, is he gonna have his hat and trench coat? He shouldn't. shouldn't. Yeah, he shouldn't. Oh, right? he just comes out in his in his like a hoodie and jeans, like he wears sweatpants, sleeves out and about. Yeah, that'd be great. No like whatever, hair dye. Like whatever he wore uh, when he showed up at that Cavs game. Yeah. Oh yeah. Not backstage. Oh, okay. In the but locker room. When we yeah. actually watched the game, which is I think a beanie. Yeah. A hoodie. I mean, that's essentially Jeez. Dead Man Inc., dude. Yeah. Just show up with that. Would somebody bust on an old Dead Man Inc.? But yeah, don't, don't. I'm sure he has boxes on him. Don't, uh, don't dye his hair. Don't, yeah. You know, none of that. Just yeah. Show up there. Calloway. Like, hey, he's at the concession stand. Hey, it's you. You're up. Oh, okay. Goes out there eating nachos. Yeah, there you go. Have fun, everybody. Beer be in sh- hand. Be sure to go to the merch table. Oh, yeah, he comes out before the show and, and hypes the crowd <laughs> up. <laughs> Beer in hand. <laughs> That'd be great, man. Him and Kevin Nash do a shoot shoot interview together. There we go. Should do. <laughs> oh man, goodness gracious! We have a raw preview for tonight. Raw's on tonight, you know. It's raw Monday. is on tonight. Give me a second. I will. Let me add some. What? When raw? When you know it's raw? So like, there's rumors that uh that uh Bray Wyatt's backstage. Samoa Joe maybe. Oh. And Nia Jack. Oh, pack show tonight. Let me add some. What do you get uh, hyped for most going into the wrestling week? Like, I get hyped for NXT. Do you get hyped for anything? I don't know. Yeah? You don't think of circumstances. Because after Monday, I actually get excited for wrestling. Oh, yeah. I get excited for... You get the obligation of Raw out of the way. Yeah, I get excited. I legitimately get excited (laughs) for SmackDown. SmackDown's a fun show to watch. Yeah. Um, NXT, I love. 205 Live, I always dread, and then I watch it. I'm like, oh, man, this is good. Most of the time. Yeah, sometimes um, it's not. Raw, I'll end up liking Raw most of the time, but most of the time when I'm going into Raw, I'm like, God damn, this is three hours. I know, it's a lot of wrestling. so long, and then, like, Alabama's here. She's just causing a headache for me. Man, don't have kids, people. Do you want to get to this Raw preview? Yeah. Well, this is what they got at WWE.com first. Uh, oh, they're licking their chops. This, this guy actually can kind of be cool. He's got the ingredients to be a solid show. Could be good. Uh, first bulletin point here, how will Raw respond to hashtag under siege? Yeah. Um, so will they start uh, getting things in order <laughs> yeah. to uh, mount uh, yeah. their own invasion? I wanted to open up immediately following the events of last week. Oh, okay. You know, like starts there. Well, and then in city. Yeah. So I film that. I don't think that's going to happen. You don't think it can? <laughs> they need to do that more, like cliffhangers. And I think you might be able, they might have people still selling injury at best yeah. from last week, but they're yeah. not going to go to where they were last week. Oh, okay. Um, they also are teasing, uh, potentially naming the Raw men and women's Survivor Series teams. Oh, they're not going to do that tonight. Oh, they could. Um, Maybe the women. But oh, this is, is interesting. Is Kurt Angle going to be like, it'd be so folly for, hold on a second, for Kurt Angle to be like, all right, you know how we do things. We do them in the ring. But, dude, we're just beating each other up for, like, a chance. To, like, we're just, just going to beat us up more. For the teams. You're assigning way too much logic to all this. <laughs> That's um, the basic logic, though. He should just be like, okay, Braun, you're not fighting Kane. Don't be stupid. Braun, Brock, you're out of the gender match. Braun, Brock, Samoa Joe, you're coming back. Uh, Rollins, you're good. You're not going to fight these guys. Like, his best guys. Well, then you're just destroying the entire Survivor Series card. Um, this is interesting. This is directly from WWE.com. Will the current Raw title holders still be in place for their champion versus champion matches at Survivor Series? They're putting that question out there? Yep. Yeah, but that's in relation to Alexa Bliss. 
Nobody's taking that title. Well, that's just what that's the picture they have here. But they also have Brock next and, uh, to it, the tag champions. Over on the is the photo gallery you're pointing at. I know, but it's all one of the. the they thing. have limited space for the preview. Featured superstars: Alexa Bliss and the Miz. Miz ain't dropping the IC. At least Alexa Bliss is kind of in a feud right now. Yeah, Miz is in a feud with anybody. Yeah, he is with the Shield. That's down, and that's over with. No, they didn't. Did they address that last week? Yeah. Oh that's, yeah. That's the premise for the entire. Yeah, show. they had a match. Uh, also, will Elias still be singing a new tune? Hopefully, send me a new guitar. That's my favorite parts. And then Kane. Man, you see the pictures of uh, Becky Lynch as a, as a Kane-esque superstar? It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, they did a good job with all that. She has like a Rollins-esque suit on. It's more paying homage to Rollins, if you ask me. So are we going to see Nia Jax tonight? Nia Jax. Yeah, I uh, here, here's how it's going to go down. They are going to announce the men's and women's team. Nia Jax is going to be the final announced competitor for that team. And Samoa Joe is going to come out at the end of Raw to be the final announced person for Team Raw. That'd be great. Who else is going to be on Team Raw? Uh, Braun. No, because it'll probably be Braun versus Kane. It's going to be Braun versus Kane. Can't do that. That's why they took him out. That's why they had Kane come up. Um, so, we had a... a we it's, gonna be, it's, it's not going to be Seamus and Cesaro, is it? It could be. Oh, oh man. They're going to be... They're gonna put, I mean, oh, Finn? Oh, yeah. Finn. Unless they do Finn Bray at Survivor Series. Cause I, no, they they're, not gonna do that. they're not going to do that. So That's it done. could be Finn and both Finn and Bray on the team with Joe. Yeah. And then, I like uh, to see Bray explain that one. Joining a team again, like with Finn. He'll come oh, out man. with his red raw shirt and yeah. act like it's cool. That's what he did last year when he's part of Team SmackDown. Right, right. No big deal, man. What about Elias on Team Raw? That'd be cool. That'd be rad. I'd That'd be that. huge for him. I mean, Raw basically just needs to put their B players up against SmackDown's A players and they'll be fine. You know? That's, I mean, that is, Kurt Angle was totally spot on when he was talking about that with Kevin Owens, with, with Shane McMahon. Well, I, I, if, if you're looking at the entirety of rosters, yeah, but I think the, the, the Raw champions, if you take the Raw champions and the uh, SmackDown champions out of the mix, mm-hmm. the disparity isn't that vast. Because on Raw, it's like legitimately all their top guys have a belt. Roman Brock, Reigns. Except for Roman Reigns. He wins everything. Roman, exactly, Reigns yeah. and, Roman Reigns and Samoa Joe could do a two-on-five match. Anybody on SmackDown, any five on SmackDown, and they'll win. Five. Yes, I know. Yeah, Kayfabe. Of course, Kayfabe. Kayfabe, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, we got AJ, you have Nakamura yeah. uh, headlining the, the SmackDown men's team. Right, but it's not NXT Nakamura. It's WWE Nakamura. It's a fair point, but nonetheless. <laughs> Bobby Roode is even a worse case of that. I know. And then who, uh, who made the team last week? Zayn versus, oh, Orton. Oh, Orton's good. I mean, Orton's power ranking is up there. Yeah, kayfabe. Kayfabe-wise, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's probably bored, though. Um, I mean, you take Owens and Zayn out of the picture. Well, Zayn's a loser. Owens is good, though. Power ranking-wise. Oh, yeah. Owens is way stronger than Zayn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought you said Zayn's a loser. It sounded harsh. You, meant, you just mean he loses. No, he's a loser. He loses, yeah. At wrestling, he's a loser. That's how, that's he like loses his, at wrestling. That's his gimmick. He's a loser. What are you if you lose a lot, Larson? The one who loses a lot. You're a loser. Okay. There's a better way. There's a more efficient way. I know you like efficiency. He's a losing wrestler. <laughs> He's not a bad wrestler. Oh, a wrestler. that's right. Hey, we're past the 45-minute mark. That officially makes us a podcast. I think we're... Oh, you want to answer some questions? Let's answer some questions. If you guys got questions, we'll answer This is the one time during the week that we open it up to random people in chat. Yeah. And not just our patrons. The patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Going to chill until we get some questions. You guys seen our award for all the subs we got? 
182,000 subs, man. No questions, really? No questions. No questions. Awesome. Lunchtime, then. <laughs> you going to join us for our stream later on today, people? You son of a bitch. Uh, did you guys see the Enzo video? No. On TMZ Sports YouTube channel? No. What did he What did he do? Uh, Adonis HD. Can someone help me catch up on WWE? I had to leave right before Great Balls of Fire for Army Basic Training and just got back before TLC. So what important events happened? Uh, you missed a really good match at SummerSlam for the Universal title. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, good question here. I don't know if anything earth-shattering has happened, per se. Do we think, will there be... Oh, of course, everybody now is asking questions. Do we think there's going to be Emma Chance tonight on Raw? Where are they? Baltimore. It's not really a smarky town, is it? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, Melissa Johns says, I'll be at the UK tour in Manchester next week on Front Row. What would you like to p- me to put on a sign? I love you can put going in or on a sign, you know, or Patreon.com. <laughs> there you go. I'm joking. But whatever you want to put on the sign, I th- I would be very flattered if you put a going in or on sign out there. Karen nerds out. Who do you think the women's Raw Survivor Series team will be? We saw four of them last week. Who did we see? Sasha, Bailey, uh, Mickey James, James, and Alicia Fox. And Alicia Fox. It'll probably be Nia Jax. Nia Jax. I kind of feel like it should be Oscar. Imagine if Oscar was a fifth. Oh, yeah. And she They're going to take a look. Annihilated. She's the captain. Annihilated uh, Team SmackDown. That'd be a huge push for her. Oscar needs an opportunity to... They, like, kind, of need, they kind of need Oscar on the team. Yeah. Who's going to be left out then? That'd be Nia. I think it'd be Mickey James. Could be. Yeah, was a, uh, Nathaniel Keebler. Do you think Sammy and Kevin will turn on Team SmackDown and leave to Raw? <laughs> that actually would not surprise me. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise me. <clears throat> how bad of a Mike uh, this is from Xavier Neves how bad of a promo mismatch is Miz and Corbin you see uh, Miz dropping the F word on Dan yeah, Corbin he did that that was awesome good for him Miz is great Miz he is great Miz. Karen's gonna be around for bad wrestling awesome nice oh do we want to open this package oh yeah JT Hosek here I'll take care of it do that did you see the apparent uh, Dana Brooke running meme? Yeah, it was funny. She bolted when uh, they were attacked. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Uh, Jose, Sara, any news about Neville? Um, well, given that he wasn't one of the people released, I'm assuming they're working on his release. He's sort of like, you know, they kind of don't, I would imagine they don't really care. Like what? Well, I mean, if Vince is really upset about it, he might just say, all right, you're sitting at your contract. Next yeah, time. it could be. You know, I don't know how long his... Contract still ran. I would yeah. Hopefully, for Neville's sake, not long. Yeah. But. Uh, Ciaran, ten twenty four with Emma gone. Will Paige go to Raw and fill her jobber role? <laughs> nice. Look at that. JT came through. I was still gonna buy this. Oh, this makes me all the happy in the world. That's from J.T. Hosack. Thank you, J.T. Oh, man. Thank you so much. That's flipping rad. You get this, then. Okay. Oh, I'm so... I'm all the happy. That's awesome. He's the best. I'm happy for you. 
Anyways, no, I don't think I don't think Paige is gonna go to Raw. I think she's gonna stick with SmackDown. They have they haven't wait. They have, she got drafted to Raw. Um, yeah, I know, but there was all those there was rumors they were gonna bring her on a SmackDown. Oh, they should. Yeah. That'd be something else if uh, odds uh, Christopher Morang odds that Ricochet signs with Impact. Uh, Zero of the odds. Five percent. Five percent, really. And just that's just because if it's a situation where they are still shooting. I mean, I, like, like if 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 I were a wrestler, wrestler to a certain extent, I would understand the appeal of Impact. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about that awful travel schedule with WWE. Yeah, sure. You know, you can. Make roots in one town. You, you live there and do eighty-five percent of your work in that one town. There's got to be some element of like I could see if the Chris brothers, for example, OVE, if they went there, they said, "Look, this is this is money that we know is coming in because evidently Impact Anthem they have their crap together, regardless of what Jeff Jarrett might say." Um, and it's a chance to take a brand that's kind of damaged and maybe make it better. Like that's a good, that's a cool challenge to take on. Yeah. You know, you can turn some heads if you. Take a struggling franchise and turn it around. And you still have the opportunity to work some independent dates. Tristan Walker wants to know, are you guys going to review Power Struggle? I think we are, probably. Yeah. I'd like to. Yeah. When is that, the ninth? I think it's next weekend. <clears throat> did you guys see the rumors of Finn not facing Brock at Royal Rumble? I did. I think people were trying to put some meaning to Finn losing to Kane. Oh, I don't think Kane had anything to do with anything beyond just making Kane look strong with yeah. a shocking victory over a guy who can who can eat that victory and be fine, or eat that loss and be fine. But, you know, if, if Finn versus Brock isn't going to happen at Rumble, then who is Brock going to face? It has to be someone else he's already faced. So, the, was is there any... I didn't see that rumor. Is there anything additional to that? No. Huh. No reasoning as to why. I would think if... I'll put it this way. Vince's fickleness... I would yeah, well there is that. I would think that if they had thought of doing Finn Brock at Rumble and now they're leaning on not doing Finn Brock at Rumble, I would like to hope it's because they'd rather protect Finn from Brock than I would think it's more likely because they want to see this Bray Finn feud to the very end. You know what's sad is that that's most more likely. I know. But God, I hope that's not the case. Especially think about if they team up, if they're forced to team up at Survivor Series. Right. There's that, and then they they can finally do the Sister Abigail versus Demon Balor match at Rumble. Right. And then Finn can move on to something else and lead up to Mania. That's probably what is gonna, what's going to happen, assuming Finn Brock doesn't happen. Peter Atkinson, how on earth does a gender versus Brock match play out with WWE title? Maintaining some credibility. Jinder just needs a strong performance. He needs he needs to get he needs to be booked so it seems like he has a chance to win. Whether that means Sting Brothers interference, pretty much I think Jinder needs to hit a coloss, needs to, a pin attempt on Brock, and Brock is going to kick out. Yeah, if he can do that, as long as he doesn't get squashed in like three minutes, yeah, no one expects Jinder to win at all. So give him a decent showing, a strong showing, and it'll be fine. Brock in a triple threat match with Dean and Seth. Wait, what? Braun what? For a rebel, I'm assuming. Who's going to be what? Brock in a triple threat against Dean and Seth. Oh, against Dean Oh, God. I hope not. Because Brock's not going to lose. You don't want to feed him two former world champions. Yeah, I know. And potentially, you know, future world champions. This is interesting. Jerry Smith, power rank the 10 people who could win the Royal Rumble. Number one, Roman Reigns. Oh, it's going to be Roman Reigns. Power rank number one, Roman Reigns. 
One through five, we'll do Roman Reigns. Let's do five other people, though. Nakamura. Okay, that's fine. Six through ten. Uh, Nakamura Styles, because yeah. we think that might be a thing. Um, Braun. Yeah. Braun's a possibility. Especially yeah. if Roman were to get hurt. Yeah. Um, who else on SmackDown? John Cena. Okay. Yeah. If they're going to have Jinder wear the belt all the way to, to Mania. Ooh, good question here. Trey Saunders. What are the odds that the Velveteen Dream beats Aleister Black at TakeOver? You know what? I hope he does. I'm going to pull it. I love Aleister Black is probably my favorite wrestler right now. But, man, how great would that be? I kind of – I'm not huge on the undefeated streak thing because then the when he loses, it's just – Yeah. It, it limits you too much. Well, that's why I was kind of wondering when they – you know, when Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, and Leo Rush all their first match, they all had him lose. Mm-hmm. I wonder yeah. If all right, let's get, get that out of the way. Out of the way. Out of the way. And – Move on to other things. That'd be great, but that's freaking such a great feud right now. It is. It's fantastic. So good. Odds AJ takes the belt off Jinder before Survivor Series. None takes on Brock. Settle. Zero. Settle. Zero. Settle. Oh, good one. Anthony Wood, if you had a choice to sign between Ring of Honor and Impact, who would you sign with? I would sign with Ring of Honor. Um, in the hopes that I could join Bullet Club. Because that's the hottest thing going in wrestling right now. A lot of people want to join Bullet Club, though. Everybody wanted, like, you have 30 other people that want to join Bullet Club. You try to tell me I can't join Bullet Club? I'm definitely telling you you can't join Bullet Club. Why are you so into Bullet Club? You should be Suzuki Goon for life. Although I kind of feel well, like... Suzuki Goon isn't in Ring of Honor. It's a question between Ring of Honor and Same Impact. universe, though, man. Okay. If you join Bullet Club, you're going to have to go to New Japan and my angle. I join Bullet Club. I turn on Bullet Club to join Suzuki Goon. Oh, yeah. Feud between Bullet Club. I can't Club believe you're still all about Suzuki after what happened. He let you down hardcore, that dude. That was a load of BS is what he, that was. But he let you down. He got squat. Are you all aboard growth hormones now? No. Why not? I'm going to try to ban him. He just... You know, you know, we should have wellness policy, bad wrestling wellness policy. I'm going to start lobbying for. What are you going to do about that? I'm, well, I co-run it with you, so I'm going to say no. I'm going to veto it. This? I'm going to use veto power. That, and if you could change, I don't know if you could do it, but somehow change growth hormones so he looks kind of deflated. I'm not bearing growth hormones. I'm not bearing him. He's a be- he's a monster. He might be up there with Mecha Santa and Top Notch. You saw what happened. Will Triple H wrestle at Mania? Yes. yes. Absolutely. Who is he going to wrestle against? Kevin Owens? Oh, Finn Balor? Owens or Angle. Could be Angle. Or Angle. Yeah, it could be Angle. I feel like they're going to do Triple H. Is, he's going to do like a big authority feud again. One more question. One more best question. <coughs> One more. Oh, this is a good question. Hold on a second. Flip Gordon. Where do you think you're going? Uh, Trey Saunders again. Do you think WWE sometimes tries too hard to appeal to the MMA community with people like Ronda Rousey and Shanna Baszler and strike-based wrestlers like Shinsuke, et cetera, et cetera? I think they're looking at the popularity of mixed martial arts. Yeah and trying to incorporate into their product. I don't think they try too hard because they still bring in a variety of people. You know, they yeah. still bring in a whole variety of, of, like, you know, you got guys like Aleister Black who sort of appeal to that demographic, I guess. But then you guys got, you know, you got guys like Leo Rush that they're bringing in who appeal to the people who like really small, really fast wrestling. Yes. Yeah. 
I kind of wonder if, if the, the growth of MMA in the UFC uh, kind of led to uh, mainstream media accepting WWE a lot more. Mm-hmm. Between that, the, the, the renewed popularity of fight sports, yeah. but also WWE just you know kind of saying, all right, this is all choreographed, kind of mm-hmm. saying, yeah, kayfabes, whatever. Yeah. Breaking down that wall a bit, if that has led to, you know, because for a while, I know Rolling Stone had uh, weekly columns on WWE, you know, they had a spot, mm-hmm. a weekly spot of Sports Center. Mm-hmm. So, one last question here from Matthew E. Williams, Esquire, and then we'll go. Does Almas go back to Mexico and Japan? Let me ask you something. What would you rather see? Andrade San Almas, because we're both big fans, stick around to NXT, maybe go to main roster, knowing that he's probably not going to be used correctly. Or have him go back and be the newest high-profile return to Los Ingobernables de Japón. I think it would be pretty fascinating to see uh, the latter, only t- if it eventually builds between a feud between himself yeah. and Naito. Oh, that'd be great. Former tag team partners. That'd be fantastic. What are they called again? I think just Los Oh, Los no, I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of Naito and... Uh, You're thinking of No Limit. No Limit. That was Naito and Taguchi, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. No, no, it was uh, uh, Naito and Tokyo Pimp. Naito and, oh, that's right, that's right. I get them all mixed up. Anyways, uh, that's it for the show. That should be playing music right now. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We're going to go live on Twitch in about two hours, so yeah. check us out. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, It can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.